0: Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos, with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.
1: Here we are again, another week gone. I actually tried, you talked about the post office and their stamps recently, I sent you a birthday card and I, you did. I was able to choose what um, video you would see at the other end, but as we both discovered, you can't just point your phone at these stamps, you've got to download the Royal Mail app first. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yes.
0: Why didn't they just do a code that you could use with your phone rather than having to go? So I did download I... the Royal app, Mail app. It asked me to log in. When I tried to log into the Royal Mail app, it said, our servers are very busy. Please try later.
1: Oh, good grief. Yes, Although I didn't see the
0: video without logging in. So if, if they can serve up <laughs> these pointless videos, but they haven't got enough bandwidth to let you log into your account, there's something going wrong at the Royal Mail.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Well, they may well be, yes. And, of course, these stamps are absolutely enormous.
0: They are big, they and they've really also are. got the wrong monarch on them.
1: Yes, yes, that's yes. true. true. Right. right. So, having done that and having looked at your little exciting birthday video, where do we go yes, now? Yes,
0: indeed. Well, more disasters. Uh, Elon <laughs> Musk um, claiming that he was buying Twitter to put back free speech A few journalists changed their screen name to Elon Musk or varieties of Elon Musk, and he has banned them for life. (laughs) (laughs) There's free speech for you. He is also under fire from Tesla. Just announced they're going to recall 40,000 cars in the US because of faulty steering. This is the 314th safety alert for teslas the 17th recall uh, they've recalled a total of three that nearly three and a half million cars
1: i wonder how they could make any money if they've got a recall you really do you really do how many, it's extraordinary and you also wonder why people keep buying them i mean you see them everywhere now but yes what well, you know chances, they're very are, you, fun. chances are they're, they're f- back in the factory more often than
0: they are really. <laughs> they're fun cars Anyway, but he honestly is making a profit out of it. I so thought he couldn't afford forty billion dollars to buy Twitter, which is worth yes, but of a course, which he didn't actually it.
1: want to buy. Having said he was going to buy it, he think yes held to buy it. He, he decided did. he didn't want it by then, and I don't think it's worth forty million now. Forty billion now.
0: It is. Well, another thing that isn't worth as much now is, of course, Meta. Facebook, as was uh, Mark Zuckerberg, just fired eleven thousand employees from Meta last year this time last year it was worth a trillion dollars and now it's worth a mere 270 billion he could only afford to buy twitter half a dozen times over with that with that kind of yes. money um, yes,
1: so he doesn't actually know
0: he doesn't know no, but no. Th- they have spent 12 billion dollars on research and development for the metaverse 12 billion by contrast, that is a lot of money the entire Development budget for the iPhone was 150 million dollars.
1: <laughs> That's extraordinary.
0: So, uh, just over a hundredth of, of what Elon Musk has, uh, sorry, Mark Zuckerberg has put into the Metaverse, which no one understands. Even Meta employees don't see the point of the Metaverse. Yeah. Anyway, let us move on to um, to real life. Still, still with a a, a a computery feel. It is ten years since the appearance of Candy Crush. Rather irritating phone game that is nonetheless hugely popular and to celebrate it they flew 500 drones over manhattan last week they weren't actually allowed to fly them over manhattan so they flew them over new jersey instead. instead of facing manhattan right, 500 right. drones did a 10 minute light show on uh, what their head of marketing called the largest screen on the planet the uh, yes, Democratic the sky. senator for uh, yes for New York said it's outrageous and said, how dare they hijack the sky for this kind of advertising? He's right, of course. I've In never actually played front, it. Is it worth playing? No.
1: Oh, okay. Well, good. I've it's saved a... myself a lot of time then.
0: You saved yourself a lot of time. <laughs> you absolutely have. Um, no, it's a very silly game. So, still with drones. In fact, we're going to be droning on for most of this episode because we've got some interesting drone news coming up. Okay. Um, an interesting one here, uh, developed by the University of Waterloo in Canada. I didn't know there was a Waterloo in Canada, but the, obviously a big enough place to have its own university. Yes. yes. The YPEEP, that is W I rather than W H Y people Well, that's another good uh, a good question. Yes. The Peep drone, it's capable of seeing Wi-Fi devices through walls because most Wi-Fi devices operate what they call polite Wi-Fi which means even if they're on password protected websites oh. when they receive a contact request they say no thank you or other you know squeaking noises to that effect yes 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 as modems used to do well that tells people where they are so using 20 dollar off the shelf electronics they have managed to locate people and So burglars will be able to scan your house to find where your TVs and laptops and things are. Bank robbers will be able to locate security guards by the location of the phones in their pockets as they wander around the bank or museum or wherever else. Other than that, I can't think of any uses for these things. So the Waterloo University is is doing a great service. $20 worth of electronics is really worth it if you're going to go and rob a bank.
1: Well, perhaps it's it's three chaps in... Jerseys saying "swag" on there. Who founded the University of Waterloo?
0: It quite it could it could well be that striped jerseys, of course.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay, let's have one of these.
0: Now imagine you are lost at sea, or possibly lost halfway up a mountain, and right. you call for help. They can't get to you immediately, but they can send a drone. But what uses the drone other than telling you, uh, telling them where you are? Well, the answer could be edible drones. How about that? What? Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> oh, this is God. the EPFL Institute in Switzerland, uh, and they've realised that regular drones. Delivery drones, ones who claim to be delivering from Argos and Amazon people, but no one's actually yet seen it outside, probably Swansea. They can only go a short distance, and they can carry less than a third of their body weight because they can't carry very much. Well, what these clever people in Switzerland have done is uh, make fixed-wing drones, which can go uh, further than the standard just propeller-only drones, and they are making the wings out of puffed rice cakes. So when they arrive, you just peel the uh, the plastic off them and, and then you can eat them. 300 calories is the total that you get. So not a huge amount. It's about a, a typical breakfast, maybe. But if you're stuck on a mountain, I suppose it's better than nothing. What you can't then do, of course, is send the drone back. No, saying, <laughs> say, I'm here. <laughs> I'm yes, here. It's so. very odd. Well, they know where you are because, of course, they know where the drone is so they can track it. I think edible drones is a, it's a brilliant idea.
1: Yes, which may not be very much use, but it's... May
0: not yeah. be very much use. Yeah. But what if you're injured and you need something to get you home again? Well, it's drones to the rescue again with the, well, not quite a drone, the Sikorsky Black Hawk helicopter, as favoured by the military, but in the yes. United States. They have just performed their first autonomous emergency rescue with nobody on board. They They... Whoa. Blew the helicopter out, they rescued a mannequin, and then they went uh, to pick up some uh, cargo from somewhere, which they also carried, and they took it back. And it's all thanks to the Aircrew Labour In-Cockpit Automation System, which rather neatly abbreviates to ALIAS, which is just as well, because it's a very clumsy title otherwise.
1: Well, that's probably why they chose it. Unlike all those scientists who come up with the clumsy titles that don't reduce to a nice, easy acronym. Yep.
0: Although, you know, there you are, stuck on your mountaintop, munching through your 300 calories worth of rice cake. <laughs> yes, yes. And an unmanned helicopter turns up.
1: What are you supposed a to Black do? A Black Hawk, what's more, which you yes know from watching the, the telly is full of people doing things they shouldn't.
0: Well, not yes. this one. This is full of nobody doing yes. anything.
1: So how do you know you're supposed to do anything? And how did it rescue a mannequin when the mannequin couldn't do anything to help get in?
0: Well, no, I think they had someone at the other end to load the mannequin. Oh, but okay. if you were injured... And there were people who could load you onto a helicopter. The idea of being loaded onto a helicopter with no pilot and them saying, it'll be fine, trust us. Yes, yes, electronic. Perhaps
1: yes, perhaps there's a vo- an electronic voice. Yes, saying, shut up and have an eye Very ice distorted. Cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I don't know. Well, maybe if you're that far gone, you're not going to worry too much. But yeah, no, but you also I, wonder why. It's not going to
0: put you at your ease, is it? No, you, see, not you worry think too in an
1: emergency much. situation, it might be nice to have a person who can actually do something useful.
0: Yes. Well, they could always put a doctor on there, but the idea of a doctor willing to take part in a flight without a pilot on it, yes. that seems pretty unlikely as well. However many rice cakes they give him. If they soak the rice cakes in whiskey, of course, you could have a sort of saint Bernard Bernard's-style rice cake, then at least that would dull I'd the pain. would be up for that, even though, though,
1: of course, the worst thing you could possibly have if you're on some snowy mountain is alcohol. Very bad for you. St. Bernard's, so never, really, St. Bernard's never actually did carry oh or didn't they barrels of no no it well, was what a, did they have with those I barrels think it, was a, it was some some victorian painting or something that came up with the idea no because actually it, it does something weird to your body temperature i think it lowers your body temperature yes, or something if you yes. have if you have um, spirits when you're in some sort of situation like that so no very well bad no
0: when i have spirits they raise my body temperature maybe that's a bad thing because you lose heat quicker if your body temperature well, is. maybe great.
1: i can't quite remember all i know is it, it's 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 one of those many so myths. Bernard's.
0: Some burners never carried little barrels around their necks. No, no. I know. Every sunburner so carries you. a barrel. Everyone knows
1: that it's not no, true. No. No, no, Very disappointing. I know they could at least carry rice cakes. What now? More drones? Yes, more drones. Uh,
0: this is an underwater drone. It is the extra large autonomous undersea vehicle, which rather neatly abbreviates to <laughs> XL-AUV.
1: Uh, right, you're you're yes, absolutely yes. right.
0: They, they cannot come up with these acronyms, <laughs> these these people. Well, if they do come up with the acronym, like alias, they can't intelligently backform form with something comprehensible.
1: I suppose if you're a scientist and you're used to spending your whole life just thinking everything is either a one or a zero, perhaps it doesn't matter as much.
0: Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps it doesn't, <laughs> yes, without even a rice cake to sustain you. Well, there, there's a $100 million contract that's just been won. It's uh, uh, awarded by the Australian Navy for an underwater autonomous submarine the size of a bus, which is pretty big Ooh. for a submarine. Yes. Yes. Um, there is a small drawback. It's not waterproof. Ah. Well, apparently that's not what? a bad thing. No, this is a tip they take from uh, radio control modelers, apparently modelers who do model submarines. They can yes. make the submarines waterproof, but uh, it, it makes them very hard to get into because they have to then make them waterproof again when they close them up and making something waterproof is difficult. So what they do is they have a water, uh, a submarine in which the water flows through it, but the sensitive parts of it are then sealed and waterproof. But that's exactly what they've done here. So they've got waterproof modules, which carry the electronics and of course the, the batteries and the rest of the thing just they let the water go through it and it is extraordinary although i don't know what the point of making it so big is maybe they have lots of waterproof chambers on it
1: don't know and then the worry is that three will come along at once (laughs) <laughs> exactly I have, Just before we take a break I did look at Lancia was the one Who uh, did the painting Of the first Saint Bernard With the barrel around the neck Apparently alcohol dilutes Dilates your blood vessels Which is very bad for you If you're in a mm. cold
0: season. Well Lancia was the man Who designed the lions um, In Trafalgar Square He did which also actually don't have little barrels around their necks. If they did barrels of whiskey, they'd have been stolen years ago, wouldn't they? Maybe well, they did. True. And maybe someone... You know, came it it
1: maybe, maybe everything. Didn't he do uh, things like stags as well? Yes. Perhaps he had barrels around the yes. neck of everything. <laughs> maybe he did. <laughs> just very keen on, on an odd tipple, was Lancia. Um That's time for us, though, to take a break. Back in just a moment.
0: Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.
1: You are listening to Gadgets and Gizmos on Share Radio. If you want to uh, subscribe to the podcast or listen indeed to any of the other podcasts that we've got up online, we're on four different podcast services and it would be very easy to find us. Just go to tinyurl.com forward slash share gadgets and that will find us. Or you can go
0: to the Share Radio website, shareradio.co.uk, and then hunt around there, and eventually yes. you'll find
1: it. Forward slash podcast. I'm sure, we we'll yes, will get you there. But, yeah, plenty of other episodes. Um, now, are we still droning on, Mr. Kaplan? We are.
0: Our final drone story of the week, right. you'll be relieved to hear. This is the a uh, business developed by a chap called Christopher Mace, who is a retired RAF pilot. If your name was Christopher Mace, you couldn't really be anything other than a retired RAF pilot, could you? He although he might photograph. have been a blue
1: Peter presenter as well he
0: could have been no handlebar mustache so i'm i'm uh, beginning to doubt his credentials yeah, yeah, yeah. there anyway he has released uh he started a company called Aerial ashes I'm sure you can guess what uh, what that does. Well, maybe you can't. It's for people who have cremated their loved ones after their, their death, usually, and want to know what to do with the ashes. And what he will do is take the ashes up and sprinkle them aerially from a drone, drone giving relatives the option of pressing the release button themselves if they want to. Oh,
1: wow. Well, that, yeah, that seems quite a nice... Idea. I mean, certainly better than standing on a cliff and having the ashes blow back in your face.
0: Well, exactly. Um, Most of the ashes he disperses are uh, over the sea. But there was a case recently of a former caretaker of the University of Warwick who had been caretaker there for 40 years. And so he was sprinkled over a field owned by the university, not over the university itself. Because I think inhaling someone's ashes is probably not a good thing.
1: No, you so, shouldn't have mentioned that now so you'll try it
0: they will no he's he's apparently he's got a license to do it but he's not allowed to release the ashes over built up areas which is probably okay. just as
1: well <laughs> yeah, really i suppose so are you are you allowed to fly drones over built up areas you have to ask permission i don't even know what you the need, rules are anymore
0: you have to ask permission yes and um i my favorite use of of cremated ashes is a chap i read about Oh, some years ago, who uh, left uh, notes in his will saying that he wanted his ashes to be put into an egg timer so that he could stay active after his death.
1: Oh, lovely! Except, I think that's of course, a good idea. Yes, was it actually practical? Because ashes, of course, would involve quite a lot of bone, and they're quite large. They're not the so same as little grains of sand. They are, yes, they are. They're are ash. Oh, ash- yes, oh, yes, yes. I they're smaller bone, okay. than grains of sand. Oh, right? okay. Well, that would be terribly useful. Yes, I'm mean, talking about cremation and things like that. Of course, the, the the comedian and comedy club owner, Malcolm Hardy, I thought, came up with one of the best things when he actually missed missed his footing when he was trying to get back to the boat in which he, he lived. And um, as his coffin disappeared from view at the crematorium, the music playing was returned to Sender, which I <laughs> thought was very amusing. Anyway, I have taken a slightly off topic here. So you where have. do we go next?
0: Uh, well, let's stay up in the air with uh, Aliens. Oh. And um, – there has been lots of talk of hunting for, for aliens. I think it's been stepping up, actually, the, the hunt for aliens. Yes. Uh, the problem is, if aliens were to land, then what would we say to them? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Yes. Because would they even understand us? Uh, the recent BBC documentary said it would be like ants trying to talk to people. Because if the aliens do manage to get here, then their civilization will be so far in advance to, uh, of ours, yes. we wouldn't be able to, to talk to them. Well, SETI, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, have uh, set up the post-detection hub, bringing together experts. I don't know why, quite what kind of experts they're going to find, but experts in working out what we're going to say to aliens, how we're going to communicate them, and how we're going to avoid offending them. I think that's quite a quite a big deal. If they manage to get yes. here we really want to avoid offending them yeah but so it's I a good point so. that we don't because we know for example that whales are intelligent they communicate with each other by various squeaks we know that uh, octopi have their brains in their arms and they can communicate but we can't even talk to them we can't even talk to whales and, and octopi on our own planet let alone dogs dogs no. are intelligent but we can't talk to them so what chance are we going to have with aliens
1: Dr. Doodle, call for Dr. Doolittle.
0: Call for Dr. Doolittle, who can talk to any animal. Absolutely. Do you think he had to learn each language individually? Of course he just a universal language of animals that all animals know except us. I don't
1: know. And Hugh Lofting is not with us, so we can't ask him.
0: How do you remember Hugh Lofting's name? That's very good.
1: No idea. No idea.
0: Extraordinary. No, very impressive. Well, let us move on. I think it's time for our crowdfunding. Time oh, how exciting. And um, yes. what
1: is it going to be? Let's just find out.
0: Well, working away from home is, uh, is easier than ever because we've got laptops that we can slip into our bicycle panniers or into our backpacks. The problem is that mice are still quite clunky, even miniature mice, which are not very easy to use. So introducing the Air Zero, which is written A-I-R dot zero, the Air Zero foldable Bluetooth mouse. Yes, it's an origami mouse, (laughs) and it folds very nearly flat, less than five millimeters thick, half a centimeter thick, which is very, 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 very thin. And it uh, it has one or well, pair of magnets in it, and you just squeeze it, and it sort of pops open, and the magnets lock together, and and there is your there is your mouse. It has a a three month battery in it yes um apparently if it is dead if the battery is dead one minute of charge will give you three hours of mouse use which i think is uh is pretty I see it's pretty good mm. good
1: do many people use mice i mean I, I i suppose i'm using a touchpad all the time so i haven't really thought about mice for quite a quite a while they're still very prevalent
0: um, I think people do like mice, yes. I also use a touchpad. On my computer, I use a stylus, uh, of oh. course, which is a graphic design
1: tool. Oh, back to Roman and Greek times, practically, yes.
0: It, <laughs> <laughs> almost. It's <laughs> being slate. Made by, uh, An yes. electronic uh, slate,
1: yes. Uh,
0: I think a lot of people use them with um, iPads and things. They'd like to have a mouse to move right. things around rather than getting fingerprints on their screen. It's know. made you of use... vegan well, there you leather. Are.
1: I've learned something useful, finally. I didn't know I could use a mouse with my iPad.
0: You can use lots of Bluetooth devices with your iPad.
1: Well, I, I use a keyboard occasionally. I hadn't realized I could use a mouse as well. Oh, yeah. Exciting. Oh, yes. yeah.
0: Mm.
1: Oh. oh, I must think about that. Oh, oh.
0: so it's uh, no. the, oh, I can the... get an...
1: and now I know I can get an origami one as well.
0: You can. Air Zero. It's vegan leather, which, of course... Isn't leather, but it looks vaguely like leather. Yes, it comes in twelve colours, three hundred and eighty-five Hong Kong dollars, which is not nearly as much as it sounds. Uh, it's about forty-four pounds, to which, of course, you have to add both shipping and VAT. And probably it's um, using- it doesn't look very comfortable. I have to say that oh. because as it folds up, there that there's a peak at the top, which is right underneath your palm. So I do if mm. you, you can fit your hand around it in some clever way, but it, it doesn't look very comfortable to use. Of course, you have to buy one to find out if it is comfortable.
1: But, but mice, so aren't, like sound mice aren't that big anyway. You talk about bicycle panniers. Mice are not that big, are they?
0: They are, well, no, but they, they are bumpy. I mean, they do they do make a significant lump in whatever oh, okay. you're carrying, okay. particularly if, you, if you're carrying one, that, uh, uh, one in your pocket, for example. Anyway you have until the 22nd of November if you uh, if you want to go for one of those
1: okay hmm? probably a bit pricey for me it, yes. It's have to work out I'm if i want to use a mouse with my tablets. but no, so what not. now what now
0: uh well now uh, whipped cream whipped cream everyone who doesn't like whipped cream the i just used is- some
1: of a new recipe just the other day
0: Well, there you go. It's very high in fat, up to 38 percent fat, which is quite a lot for whipped cream. Well, the University of Copenhagen. It is (laughs) exactly University of Copenhagen have come up with a clever idea of substituting substituting the saturated fat for bacteria. Which doesn't sound all that tasty, but they use two strands of lactic acid bacteria, which the kind of bacteria they use in preservatives and they use for yogurt cultures and it has a zero fat. Ooh. What does it taste like? Well, they don't really know yet. It's sort of proof of concept. They think they can do it, but I don't think they've actually made me. So I don't know what it's going so to taste like. We're sort of
1: assuming that, like many of the other things that try to produce food that isn't the food you think it's trying yes. to reproduce, that it probably tastes awful.
0: Quite possibly, yes. It I very much doubt it'll taste the cream. But it is lactic acid bacteria so it's going to take some vaguely kind of milky isn't it yeah.
1: but well, if it's very nice recipe it's a very nice mm-hmm. recipe very complicated of course. i think if the, if the if the cooking actually takes much longer than eating i'm afraid i just don't really think it's worthwhile but i thought i'd give it a go but so i've we, got lots we, of whipped cream and I, don't do I don't know anything to do with it now
0: scones 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 with jam and oh. whipped cream
1: yeah but now i've got to make scones as well don't want too much effort
0: you can always go and buy scones and Perhaps
1: I'll just eat the whipped cream and nothing else.
0: <laughs> that would probably or, do it. Or yes.
1: judging by what we've been talking about today, I can probably turn this into a drone, if I just know you the right people. Can. Yes, well, if you have an a, edible if drone. And instead of rice cakes, what would you rather have? Whipped cream with scones when a drone comes to you, or edible rice cakes. I know which is one they, I'd rather have. If they
0: ever manage to make drones out of scones, <laughs> then uh, I will let you know.
1: Okay. Well, there'd be an argument then between the Cornish and the, and the Devonian drones as to which one goes on top. Yes, indeed. Yes. So, yep, the cream or the jam. The eternal riddle of mankind. Steve, thank you very much indeed. That's it for Gadget and Gizmos for this week. Is it a gadget?
0: Is it a gizmo? No. It's Gadgets and Gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.